My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to another edition, very special edition, of course, of the Oddscast podcast. Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLara, Terry Takes, producer Corey. It is Thursday, so we're coming out Friday after the NBA draft. Uh, we're recording this kind of while that's going on in the background. So uh, apologies to the listeners for not getting out an NBA draft podcast. I mean, it's pretty like, you know, it's supposedly Woj has like ruined the first three picks already of the draft at this point. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of uh, confusion at the top. It seems like the top three is pretty set. Then after that, it could get a little wild, but you know, it's, it's, I wasn't that into it. Terry and I was, were at the Mets Braves game on Wednesday night. So we couldn't podcast. Um, So we got a lot of NBA movement right now. I just do a hot take real quick. What's the hot take? Uh, The NBA draft sucks. NBA draft is one of the worst drafts, I think. It's so stupid. No well, one like nothing compares to the NFL draft. Like that's it's like one A and then like I mean that's true. Um Adam Silver isn't gonna have his lounge chair on stage. Like what it you know, what a but, loser. Um, I, I don't know whether that's like because college football is such a big deal or because of the time period in which it's in like nothing else is really going on or just like the superiority of football and like the nfl generally not i'm not talking just superiority like in terms of you know the sports better that's a better product i'm just saying like more eyeballs are usually on the nfl um, i think it's more that the, like with the nba you're really usually only getting like one or two guys that you think are going to be immediately impactful. So it's just kind of, and like, it's, you know, that they're going number one forever. And after that, it's like yeah. total crapshoot. Um, NFL. I feel like, why is there even a second round? I don't know. International I mean, rights. Just so GMs can trade picks and be like, Oh, look at how many second round picks I have. Yeah, it's going to be more important next year because next year is like the double draft uh, since they're lowering the age requirement again, I think. So, yeah, I mean, the NBA is star driven. That's why. That's why it sucks. Yeah. None, none, none of these guys are going to be good, except yeah. for like even your best rookies aren't going to be like as good the first year. I think the, NF- the NFL draft, obviously, best bar none. NBA draft is, is a distant second. I mean, because like the NHL draft is, it's it is what it is. Like it's it's hockey in a nutshell. Like if you're really you're either like really into it or you're not. Yeah. Um, but there's not a lot of like draft prop markets out there. Like it hasn't really caught up on the mainstream in terms of like the NBA draft and the NFL draft, especially with betting. Um, the MLB draft is just like who the it's fuck the cares about that? I don't even. Um, they have like eight drafts. <laughs> It's yeah, like if you're phenomenal. into the MLB draft, you're, there's a good chance that you're a pedophile. You're hanging around high schools too much. It's, okay. it's not good. Which, is, which was better? And I guess better is relative here. Your 
run of the mill 2021 just every year MLB draft or the uh, draft of World War II? I think that the stakes were higher in World War II. Sure about that? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't there's, a, there's, there's been a lot of movement with the NBA. I think there's a lot of trades here. Joe, we'll give you the floor uh, to just kind of talk about. I saw Westbrook got traded to yeah. the Lakers, which is like – I like. This is such a Lakers move, and I don't really know how Westbrook has been the couple the last couple of years, but like that just screams like he's either going to be hurt the whole time or just this is the back end of his career, and this is just the final chapter in the Russell Westbrook career saga. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of drama revolving around this because Woj initially reported that the Lakers were in a trade with the Sacramento Kings for Buddy Heald. And then that deal was going to include Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell. But then Shams tweeted that there was another deal going on that included the same players for Russell Westbrook with the Wizards. So apparently what's going on now is that there's some conversation about whether or not like off the record right now is that they're the Lakers might have leaked the Russ deal to Shams right after he broke the buddy healed deal to try to make the Kings like say yes, basically. So like they might've been like two deals, like at the same time that were like almost agreed upon in principle. And then the Lakers like really want the buddy healed deal. So the other thing that could happen is that there might be a three teamer happening right now where the Lakers get buddy healed and Russell Westbrook. Harold and Kuzma and the 22nd pick go to the Kings and Schroeder, uh, KCP, and there's a pick swap with Washington then. Uh, that might happen, um, which is crazy. And if that happens, I think that's an unbelievable trade for the Lakers because if you watch them last year, one of the problems they had was when LeBron was hurt or like sitting, they weren't really able to move the offense. So if you get Westbrook and like an elite shooter and buddy healed, it kind of opens up the offense a little bit, gives somebody else the ability to score. So that's cool. Um, Like the Lakers just seem to get like what they want to get. Like, it just seems to be like the way of the world. And then uh, on the other hand, then you have the Sixers trying to trade Ben Simmons for like six first round picks. And he's basically like the new starting small forward of the Shanghai sharks. So essentially, essentially they want more than what Nicholas cage found in national treasure one. Yeah, literally like it's insane. Like they want like four first round picks and then pick swaps on every other year. It's insane. Like you're not going to get that for Ben Simmons. Like they're trying to trade him. Like he's James Harden and he's just, he's not. Um, I mean, so, they could have traded him for James Harden. They probably could have last year. <laughs> they probably could have last year, and they didn't. So um, it's it's nuts. They, like, really wanted to build around the two of them. But, like, when most of, like, NBA – most NBA people kind of knew, like, that's not really a perfect pairing with Simmons and Embiid. So it's uh, it's definitely going to be – it's an interesting offseason. I mean, we kind of know the fir- the top – three picks in the draft are going to be uh, like in order. Um, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley. So it's definitely really, really interesting. Um, Uh, Any, so 
I, here's a question for you. Quick question before we transition to the NFL. Quick here. Quick here. Um, I, I, a take that I've heard a lot after the playoffs and a, and a take that I actually kind of subscribe to is that if the Nets, like let's say everybody was healthy in the NFL, in the NBA playoffs of this year, the Nets would have won pretty handily. No. That wasn't the, I didn't even ask the question. I'm just saying no. (laughs) I mean, you said it was a quick question and then talked for 45 seconds. So that, that was the preamble. The question is, who is who's beating the Nets? Okay, wait, time out, time out. I don't think quick questions can have preambles. Can we put that on the poll? Well, uh, that's a good question. It's quick. It wasn't the, the the question itself as like its own subject noun is quick, but I needed to give a little preamble to like make sure we were on the same page. Like, who's beating the Nets next year? I don't know themselves, honestly. Um, the I think that the, like who's going to be favorite? Like I'm assuming the Nets are the, the favorite Nets are to the win favorite. The, title. the Nets are the favorite to win the title. Um, should they be? Probably not. Like you have. Like who's the, your favorite to win the title? Uh, the Lakers. Probably the Lakers. Honestly, why like, the like? <laughs> they're just like if it depends on how what happens with this trade. Because if you get both, that's fucking insane. Like that's crazy. Like that's Russell Westbrook. I think is is a net negative to the Lakers. I don't just because of the way. Like if he comes by himself, I don't really love it. Um, if he goes with Buddy Heald, comes if he comes with a little bit of help. If he comes with Buddy Heald, it's significant um, because they needed another guy that can score. And Dennis Schroeder like was just not really it. So if you can get him and Buddy Healed, I think that that's a great acquisition. The other thing is like I'm not totally convinced. Like the Buck, there's like I'm not totally convinced that the Bucks couldn't beat the Nets at full strength because you have a lot of de- you have like a really strong defense, obviously. And then they were missing throughout the whole playoffs Dante DiVincenzo, which like doesn't sound like it's super important, but like as we talked about with role players during the NBA Finals, like when Saric went out. You know, Dante DiVincenzo was great as their point guard. Um, not only could he shoot threes, he was an able defender as well. Um, and it, like, obviously helps with your rotation. So I, I don't think – I think the Bucks are a little underpriced, uh, especially as considering that they won last year. And you can get them as high as, like, 12 to 1 on win. Uh, so I think that's kind of worth a little bit of uh, reinvestment if you made some money on the Bucks, But – I think the Bucks can push them. The Sixers, I'm really curious to see what happens because if they're able to move Ben Simmons for like a Damian Lillard or a Bradley Beal, then they're immediately uh, title contenders as well. So I, the East is not going to be a cakewalk for the Nets either. And like, I, you, can, you just can't lay like right now, you can't bet on the Nets at like two and a half to one to win the title. That's just a terrible investment. I'm not talking about the actual bet. I'm just talking about the favorite. Like, I just don't think there's any other team. But I don't want this to be a circular favorite. conversation. Yeah, like, they should be just... favored, sure. But, right. not, like, do I think that they go through? Like, I just don't think it happens. Like, I would be more willing to bet against it than anything else. Let's, um before we go to the NFL, with training camp starting up, let's talk quickly about 
baseball. And with the trade deadline being today, if you're listening to this, um, you know, when we're recording this, Max Scherzer is like very close to being a San Diego Padre. I don't know if that will be confirmed by the time this is out, but it looks like that might be the case. Uh, The Yankees trading for Anthony Rizzo um, right after they traded for Joey Gallo. So some left-handed power bats there for the Yankees who are three games out of the wild card in the AL behind the uh, Oakland athletics for the second spot there. Mm -hmm. Um, Seattle's like two games out of the wild card spot. Yeah, Seattle's two games out. I don't know to what extent. I don't think Seattle's really going to make a move. Well, by the the tone of my question, maybe gave that away. <laughs> like about like the surprise that they're they're kind of in it. Um, yeah, like, let, I, don't, I don't think they're going to make a move. So it seems like the top heavy teams. You know, th- there are there's still a chance like Chris Bryant can get moved. There's a chance that Javi Baez can get moved. There's a chance that Trevor Story can get moved. Um, there's a lot okay. of like. Big yeah. bats out there, uh, Trey Turner. Um, so, just given the state of the race right now, um, is there any particular team future that you're looking at, um, maybe as a little bit of value? Because a lot of these teams, like I said, the, the top tier teams loading up on some some ammunition, um, which usually means those odds will get lower, um, which could bring value to those teams that are kind of flying under the radar with, uh, you know, division winners that maybe not, maybe more of a 90 team win than a hundred team, a uh, hundred win team. I think that's kind of where the value is. So where are you looking at this and are you recommending any bets right now? Just for, for our, the listener's sake, national league, San Fran, best team in baseball, um, leading the West, Central, Milwaukee. The Mets are in first place in the National League East. Uh, and then the two wild cards are the Dodgers and Padres. The Cincinnati Reds are four and a half games out. Um, just as an aside here, I, I like the three-headed monster of the Giants, Dodgers, Padres. Like, there's no – the two wild card teams are coming out of that. Yeah. AL, Houston, White Sox, Boston, West Central East, Tampa Bay, Oakland, as the two wild cards and Seattle, New York, Toronto, Cleveland look on the outside looking in. So give me your take here. Give me any picks. I personally, I, I still think like the giants are being heavily underrated and not given any credit. Like they're still 14 to one to win the world series and they are by all statistical measures, like wins and losses, the best team in baseball in the most difficult division in baseball. So um, any other teams you're looking at? Cause I think the Dodgers still at plus three eighty here on DraftKings is a little, a little too, a little too low. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the white Sox are interesting just because they need a bat. And like, if they don't make a move for a bat, I think that you have to count them out. Uh, Like I get that their pitching's very good, but they like desperately need a bat and Rizzo Gallo. Like those are guys that were people thought that the white Sox were going to go target and they didn't do it. Um, So I think that they're a little problematic. 
Uh, the Brewers are sitting at like 13 to one. Don't really don't hate that. Like they have great top of the rotation guys. They have a good lineup. Um, but I don't know how you don't like, I get it. Like, and this is a, like a Homer pick, but I don't know how you look like if you look at the Yankees at 25 to one, if you like them to be at the beginning of the season, you have to like them now at 25 to one, you're getting double the odds. And like, if you're going to, a, if they get a wild card game, you have to say, well, I get that there's variance, but if we can throw Garrett Cole, you're, you have to be happy with that outcome. Um, so I, I think that there's, I think that there's definitely some, like some buying, there's a buying opportunity on the Yankees at 25 to one. Terry, any thoughts or are you just sad, boy? Uh, sad, sad Braves uh, boy? No, dude, we, the Braves, the Braves took the series against the Mets only four games back. Watch I saw back. a while. I saw a wild stat that the Mets are like 22 and 23 over their last however many games that is, and they've lost zero ground in the division race. Just to show you how. Yeah, because the division sucks. <laughs> uh, I like Joe's Yankees bet because if they're going to win the World Series and I'm going to be miserable about it, I'm going to win some money on it. But, you know, buy low. Buy low on the Yanks. They're making trades. They're doing deals. Garrett Cole's figured it had a pitch without the sticky stuff. All right. Um, like I said, I still, I still like the Giants. <laughs> and it's going to, you know, by the time playoffs comes around, they win the NL West over the two teams that everybody has hard-ons for with the Dodgers and Padres. Like, they're, gonna, they're not going to be 14-1 to 1 or whatever it is. Um, NFL. So we are going to do – Special announcement, summer series preview, like we did last year, which was very illustrative in just getting ready for your NFL bet betting season, your fantasy drafts, things like that. We identify um, kind of the long shots, the, the, the trends, the um, divisional layouts. So what we do is we do both, both East divisions first, then the central, uh, North, South, and then West. And then we give our best bets out of all of those divisions. So you'll have eight best bets from all of us. So um, I think we did pretty good last year. We were on the Steelers who crushed in the regular season. Um, we faded some teams that should have been faded. I, I, I wanted to just have a broader conversation before we really dive into it. Cause I did some preliminary research after the NFL draft and kind of, did my algos figured out kind of the lay of the land. And there are a couple topics I wanted to get your thoughts on first in terms of like lingering questions that I'm excited to see have answers in terms of how this NFL season lays out. The first off, we'll start at the top. The chiefs and bucks are favored to win the super bowl. So that is a super bowl rematch. I don't think we've had a Super Bowl rematch in a pretty long time. Usually the team that loses the Super Bowl has a pretty down year, and that's been just a, a trend over the last few seasons, um, really in the last two or three decades. The Chiefs are the team that lost. They are favored to win the Super Bowl 5-1, uh, to one, the Bucks at 6-1. to one. How 
are you looking at those two teams, specifically the Bucks, because they got hot at the end of the season. Will that carry over into 2022? And are we really just going to pencil in Patrick Mahomes as like the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady type, you know, when they were in the prime of their careers, okay, they're going to be, he's going to be in the playoffs. He's going to be a contender. Um, Terry, what are your thoughts on the chiefs bucks? Are you buying a chiefs bucks rematch? And if so, why, if, if not, why not? Uh, I'm not buying a rematch just because of how hard that is to do with injuries in the NFL, longer season. Don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, I think that the Bucks are probably going to start off slow just because they've returned every single starter from their Super Bowl team. Um, it's going to be – it's going to be hard to like get up and get excited, you know, those first couple of weeks when you know all they're looking forward to is the playoffs. So I think if you want to bet the Bucks, you could probably wait uh, a, a few weeks into the season when they're probably like a meddling, you know, like two and two or something like that, or one and three. Um, but I, I think, I think they have the team to uh, dominate that division. Uh, I don't trust the Saints with whatever they're doing. Uh, quarterback, my internet is unstable at the moment. Um, and with the, the the Panthers, eh, Atlanta could do something with Matt Ryan and their explosive offense, but that now lacks Julio Jones, but gets uh, Pitts. Um, so I'm buying the Bucks more than I would buy the Chiefs. Can't you can't can't tempt fate with the hangover. <laughs> okay, the second big thing I'm that's, looking that's at. That's my analysis. Okay, that's a great analysis. The second big Thank question, you. and I'm very excited to see is a lot of like just new quarterbacks in general. So there's a lot of, you know, throughout the league, even at the, the quote unquote top tier teams um, like the Rams 49ers are sixth and seventh, or I guess tied for fifth uh, in, in the Super Bowl odds respectively, like their quarterback situations are either new or unstable for lack of a better word with the Niners with uh Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance and then the Rams with Matt Stafford. Um, like that, there's kind of like these things that happen. These moves happen so early in the off season that like, you kind of forget like, Oh shit. Like the Rams have Matt Stafford, like Sean McVay is actually going to yeah. have a competent quarterback um, and not have Jared Goff, like the most system of system quarterbacks run his offense like the Colts for as much as we like them um, and we like their their roster composition like Carson Wentz has been very bad recently like so I don't know whether he gets a turnaround with a good offensive line um, the the skill sets obviously there but like PFF has him as one of the worst quarterbacks basically in in the league um, at least among starting quarterbacks that we have some tape on um, you go down the list, like the dolphins, your beloved Miami dolphins Tua gets his first full season after, you know, 
maybe coming back a little too soon from that injury. They're going to be pretty good, um, at least just, you know, on paper defensively, they got some issues Washington football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like we saw Alex Smith literally almost beat the Super Bowl champions um, on like and they beat bro- COVID on a broken leg. Can they be like can they, vaccinated? I it's like, I don't know what the fuck it is about the NFL probably because like I said, it, it should, it just dominates like people's attention spans, but like the NFL year in and year out has become like the fucking lightning rod of this stupid fucking culture war. So like vaccination politics, of course, like, of course it would be the NFL that like, brings into limelight like you know employer versus employee um vaccination um just culture legality all that stuff even though we've been dealing with this for the last like six months yeah so i'm not looking forward to that like i you know that if i could do whatever the fuck they want so now is is are the unvaccinated the same as those who took a knee, or are we getting behind the unvaccinated? <laughs> I just can't wait for Boomer Pretzel season. I mean, like, like who's you know, burning jerseys? And, and who's like, buying jerseys? It's gonna be a blast. And again, like the knee shit. Like I'm sure Cole Beasley is like now like the right wings, like Colin Kaepernick. Like He's you know, called in a lot on Twitter. So I like to call in the Cole. That's not what I'm looking forward to. If there was things that I was looking forward to, the the vaccination politics and like team vaccination rates and like really dissecting all this, that, that that's that's something I'm not looking forward to. Whatever happened I mean, to be a team to, player? Be a team player. I feel like you have to take into consideration like vaccination rates and whatever if you're betting on these teams. Like especially it's on, like, gonna be a factor. like it, well, like, I, I, if they're saying that a team's gonna forfeit if they like have an outbreak, then yeah, like it's something in the back of my mind. Is it like, you know, am I making bets based on it? No, but like, you know, if I'm on the fence, I'm certainly not. But it's like, like you know, that's gonna come out like play that out actually, like in in real time. Like it's it's Tuesday. We're heading into Sunday. And then, like, there's a report, like, oh, like, three people on Washington football team tested positive for COVID. Like, yeah. that that line is that line taken down? The spread's probably, probably also taken busy down. On January sixth. Are people yeah, hammering the, the other? Down. They would take. That's what they did last year. They take the line. Down. Yeah. Are those going to be graded bets? What do you mean? If I think they, they if said, they for if they forfeit. They, so I was reading uh, about no. this, like. For win totals, they if you cross the threshold and you go over DraftKings and points bet, and I think BetMGM said that they would honor the, it as a win, but if it went under, it would void it. So there's only a good what? side here. Yeah, they're gonna void. They would void bet like spread bets. No, no, no! Like they'd void like the season win total bets. No, I know. I'm talking to Dom though. No, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, enough Let's of use this. Our heads here. Stupid NFL this. and their stupid vaccines. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? With all the needles they've jammed in their asses their entire lives, you think this one yes. like, wouldn't cause much controversy? 
it's it's uh, tell them it's one like, cortisone just, just fucking it. yeah like the the shit that they do here like, it's for your disc in your back that you have bulging yeah that's it'll be fine this will fix your cte all right enough of this we're, well i'm sure we'll talk about this more uh I that, no. yeah no whatever nfl doesn't care though they they're not doing it for health purposes they just don't want to cancel games yes all right Third and final question here that we're going to have to figure out. How good are the Cleveland Browns? Because when I was doing my preliminary research, they are so fucking good on paper. They made the playoffs last year. It's not like they haven't been there. Like coach of the year. I think Stefanski won coach of the year. Um or was at least in the running for it. I don't know if he wanted actually. Um, like everything except for Baker Mayfield pointing in the right direction. Baker actually was pretty good last year. Like he wasn't like, you know, analytically he was good. How good are the Cleveland Browns? That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out in this, in this whole thing, because like, I think I said this last year when everyone was on the Browns, it kind of felt like, or, or two years ago, everyone was on the Browns. They kind of shit the bed this year. Last year could have been their year. They did make the playoffs. It's kind of like that dark horse team. It's just, I, I use the Cleveland Browns to illustrate like my favorite, like one of my favorite preseason NFL takes and, and talking points is like, the dark horse season, like who is going to be the dark horse this year and who's going to be like the sexy pick that everyone's on sexy, you know, I don't know who it is in my personal betting strategies and my personal projections of the NFL season, but like everybody's on the Browns this year. It looks like they moved from 25 to one to 16 to one already like they're top five in like every power rankings list that i read i don't really know you know how good they are so i before we go just that that'll be our parting thing with the nfl who are some potential dark horse teams in your mind you're you think could be a dark horse team but you haven't really dove into it i'm not going to hold you to this this is not going to be like you declaring your dark horse but like Hmm. Who are you thinking could potentially be a dark horse? Let's go over 25 to 1. So, like, we're taking out Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, Packers, Ravens, 49ers, Rams, Browns. So, anything but those teams. So, the leaders in that 25 to 1, Saints, Seahawks, Colts, Titans, and then we get the 30 to 1 range. So, who's your, who's your sleeper pick? Or who are you thinking about? Who, who's who's yeah, a little bit – Who's a little bit of a uh, intriguing? It makes you go, hmm, hmm, <laughs> hmm, hmm. I feel like the Chargers are going to be like a super public pick. I hate that because of Herbert. So, like, <laughs> that's like I don't think that the odds. Absolutely are like, hate it. Where they? I should. hope that I hope that's not your dark horse. No, no. I'm saying like I think the odds are like too, like low. Like, cause it's, they're like 30 to one. Like, I don't know why, like, I don't know how you get them at like 30 to one and the Titans at like 28 to one, you know, like, I think the Titans are like on a different playing field. Like I, I would look at, I agree. Gonna, I agree. 
hold on. I what you're saying, I, I feel like the Chargers and then probably the Dolphins are like the teams that are like a year away. Yeah. That like, people are gonna pick this year, but they're really like a year away. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at. I think that the the Saints are interesting at 40 to 1 on BetMGM. I think that 40 to 1 is huge disparity. I, I got 25 to 1 on DraftKings. Yeah, they're 40 to 1 on BetMGM. So I think that if you can grab them at 40 to 1, hey, becomes, I, I hate that. I think it becomes interesting. Uh, would I do it? I don't know. I'm just kind of looking at this. I If I have to pick a team, I like the, I think the Titans at like 28 to one. I don't know how you get around them. Like they're, oh, they're I, I, I probably could have like, said that at the beginning that Joe would pick the, the running back team, running backs, even though they it. do, even though they did add Julio Jones. Yeah. They, like, they still have no defense though. It doesn't matter if you score more points. You sound like me with the new, uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. Exactly. <laughs> there are, uh, there are a few teams here that like, I, if I could change one thing about them, I would love them. Like, the the Patriots like I wish I knew who the quarterback was like I wish I knew like what I was what I was looking at Cam there it, Mac Jones is lighting it up in training camp um the Cowboys I oh, wish Mike McCarthy okay. wasn't the fucking head coach lighting it up in training camp. get out of here did you read it like beat writers I, report I I get saw a tweet here. I saw a tweet yeah, guilty guilty tweet. guilty as charged I saw a tweet sue me the Cowboys, yeah. I, I like, like, on paper, um, but Mike McCarthy and his fucking big, fat, dumb face, like, really not conducive to, like, a team that can make a run. No. Yeah, I'm, like, looking at this. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't Falcon, know. Falcons are 80 to 1 to me is crazy. Like, why are they 80 to 1? That's interesting to me. They're one twenty-five to one on bet. I would, I would bet that now. Yeah, I'll confirm. One twenty-five to one. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Um, the Broncos intrigue me if they could get any competent quarterback play. A literal dark horse at at fifty to one. Um and. Uh, I lost. I lost it. Uh-oh. I lost the odds page. Oh no. Oh no. Oh boy. Say let it. Me, let me guess. Oh, let me geez. guess. What? This is another team I would like if I could change that they play in, in the division they play in, Arizona Cardinals. Fair. Uh no, no. Give me a second guess. Give me a second guess. Okay. Las Vegas Raiders. Uh no. All right, I'm done. Tell me. Um I was going to say Bears 80 to 1. <sighs> good good deep team just needs some competent quarterback play and the head coach not to poop himself. So, the thing about the Bears that I like is that if like let's say Rodgers and like management in Green Bay get into like an even bigger hissy fit than they've had over the last year and mm-hmm. they just and he's just like oh sh- like 
they're like four, they're like five and four in like week nine. And he gets a little tweak and he's like, fuck it. I'm not risking my career to play for this team. Knowing Mm -hmm. that I'm knowing that I'm going somewhere else after this year. If that happens, the NFC North is not that great. That's the only thing I like about the bears. I'll tell you right now, man, Campbell and the lions aren't taking that. (laughs) (laughs) Not with Jared. So there there's, there's a couple teams at the bottom of the barrel here that you look at. And one of my favorite bets of the NFL future season is worst team in the league, like worst record team to get the number one overall pick. This might surprise you, but I already have my pick. Okay. And it's not man Campbell and the Lions. It's not even the dumpster fire that is the Houston Texans. Okay. Can you guess what team it is? The Giants. No. I actually think that the Giants could surprise. I don't know. Tell me. Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, boy. (laughs) Worst team in the league. Jalen Hurts is not good. They just blew up everything, all continuity about that team. Coach. Questionable. Oh, the coach is yeah. What did he was the rock paper scissors guy? So you got the the oh yeah. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. Dom's been lining this pick up for a while, leaving us those little tidbits of that coach over the last few episodes. They're just not good. Like I I they're okay. like my worst graded team, and they're just they're not good. Nothing is good about that team. Fletcher Cox. Yeah, and cheesesteaks suck. But that's my... uh, Too far? Did I go too far? That's my my last. Do you have any more dark horses, any more things you're you're looking at before we go into pods and recs here? Uh, No, just got to keep reminding myself there are 17 games. Uh, That also is true. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say the Bengals might... Like I, I think they're gonna be bad without Burrow, but like they might be worst record in the league. Bad. Burrow's gonna be back. Yeah, I know, but like, I like the I. So I'm not since we're all in the fantasy league together. I'm not gonna speak too much about this. But I'm saying, when is he gonna be? When is he expected to return by? Week one. Oh, he is. I thought he was gonna be missing more time than that. No, like he's. Wrong. I take what it do you all. mean wrong? Wrong. Joe's wrong, right? Joe's wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, I didn't know if Joe's he was. Wrong. I thought he was going to miss more time. Uh, like I thought he was going to miss multiple weeks at least. No, I I like Burrow, and he showed a lot. He was actually, I think, he's like, good. Yeah, he, uh, I I was impressed with him a lot last year. He showed he's going to be a good quarterback in this in the NFL. Yeah, I would I would buy low on the on the Bengals. Yeah, I take totals, it all back. Like I thought he was missing a significant amount of time. Anything else, uh, Terry? You were about to say something. Uh, yeah. What channel is the Gold Cup on? I can't find it. <laughs> Jonas, say. 
FS1 for everyone listening. Go back in time. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you for that that football uh, tidbit there. Let's go into pods and Rex. Carried out. But I, I look, I'm very excited for the Summer Series preview. NFL is by far my favorite thing to bet. I'm most confident betting the NFL. And I my juices are flowing. I got the spreadsheets out. And we're going to have a good year. This is It's going to be a good year. I, I had this thought, too, that, like, because sports betting is becoming so popular amongst younger generation, like, I think this year is just going to be a massive fucking public year. Like, fade the fucking public all the time. Um, fade them. See DraftKings ads everywhere. Just fade the public. And the public is going to do some stupid things, especially at the beginning of this NFL season. I'm going to do some stupid things. You're going to do some stupid – we're all going to do some stupid things. I'll talk myself into something stupid. Probably that the Falcons are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, Put $5 on it. (laughs) (laughs) The Falcons are winning the Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, found it. All right, Pods and Rex. Producer Corey, how you doing? I'm quite all right. Give me a – give me a pod. Give me a rec. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> uh, first off, if you haven't put down a bet on Zion, right, for uh, men's skateboarding, he is plus money. I got him at plus money still. I think I put another one down yesterday. It's a fucking gimme. Um, there's only one clown that could compete with him, and it's really not that close. Uh, I'm going to recommend. Street? No, street happened. Street sucked. This is park. So it's like more bully shit. Transitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just watched a movie before we started recording that was hilarious in the most awkward, terrifying way possible. It was a movie called uh, Cyrus and uh, Jonah Hill, John C. Riley, and um, Marissa Tomei are in it. And they're pretty much the only three. It's like a weird uh, rom-com that you've seen before where like single mother of one child meets a guy, child tries to ruin a relationship. Uh, the Duplass brothers are behind this one as well. Um, I guess I could have fucks. Yeah, you could have noticed it. Like, could have noticed it from like the first five minutes. They kept zooming in. The more like the more awkward a situation got, they started zooming in on faces, and I was like, I've seen this before. Uh, but it's very funny. Um, yeah, Cyrus on Hulu. Hulu. Who's next? Joe is. Um, I'm going to recommend going, if you're ever in, if you're in the market for a new credit card, um, I am going to recommend going, well, if you can use one of your friends referral bonuses, that's cool too. But, uh, this is not in any way financial advice. Go ahead. No, no, but I, uh, I'm a big fan of the points guy and the points guy is a website where they kind of aggregate a lot of this information regarding credit cards, points, um, how the best way to redeem them is, etc. But they do have this. Is thing it Bill where, Simmons's cousin? I don't think so. <laughs> mm. um, but they have this thing where they'll, you can like put your, plug your information in. It's not a credit check, um, but it does pair you with certain credit cards, and you can get slightly better welcome bonuses than you would ordinarily. So, uh, for example. I signed up for the American Express Gold Card, which has a 60,000 point bonus. But through the points guy offer, 
uh, that I had, it, I was getting, I'm getting a 75,000 point bonus for my welcome bonus. So uh, it's kind of good. Always like peruse. Wait, you got a gold card? Yeah. You didn't use, you didn't ask me for a referral? Because I just, because of this, <laughs> like, because they gave me a better deal because I got 75 and on the referral, you get 10. <laughs> so here we are, but. I think Joe just broke up the podcast. This this looks like a rift that cannot be bridged. <laughs> looks like he's constipated. I mean, Terry. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask anybody for a referral though. I just did it on a whim. I texted Dom. I said, "Did don't you have the?" Yeah, end- I thought you were saying, "Give me the referral link no. after that." No, and then I just did it. Wow, he <laughs> just used you like a hua. I recommend uh, using friends for referral bonuses. <laughs> Yeah. That's my recommendation. I recommend finding new friends. <laughs> All right. I'm ending this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll start out with the AFC NFC East uh, because we know a lot of our fan base is in the East. A lot of fans of some pretty shitty teams uh, over the last couple of years. Um, the Giants being one of them, but you might be surprised as to my take on the Giants this year. Um, yeah. So, anything right. else to add for? No, we, we get it. You think they're undervalued and they'll win the NL West? Yeah, we know. Fair. All right. So, for Terry Takes, producer Corey, and the guy that will not give out referral bonuses, Joe Delara, or will not take referral bonuses, Joe Delara. Enjoy your weekend. Hope you win all Fuck your bets. Face <laughs> we will see you next week for NFL Summer Series Preview for the Oddscast Podcast. Signing off. God bless. Oh, no. What the fuck? As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize it's nothing left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's a murder. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying and talking. I really hate the trip, but I gotta know. That they quote, I see myself in the little smoke. Oh, I'm that kind of cheater that a homies wanna be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street line.
Minute after minute, hour after hour, everybody's running. But half of them ain't nothing's going on in the kitchen. But I don't know what's going on. They say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool.